Hey, mates, we've got a live little Dum Dum Club show as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We're on Monday nights in April at the Melbourne Town Hall at 8.30pm. We've got heaps of big surprise celebrity guests on the show. Tickets are now on sale at comedyfestival.com.au and we'd actually really love to see you all there. And if you want to come and see me, Tommy Dasselow, I am doing a brand new show called Pip Squeak for the Brisbane, Melbourne and Sydney Comedy Festivals. Uh, tickets and more details are at tommydasselow.com. See you there, mates. Hey, mates. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselo and sitting opposite me, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. This is a, this is a rare thing for us. We're doing this uh, quite early in the morning. Uh, this is like it feels like we have real jobs. You know what I mean? It feels like we've been on holiday for a long, long time and now we're back to school. Yeah. I was up so early that I got to see people doing Pilates in the park. Oh, well, I was so up so early. I got to see hot air balloons out the window as I was brushing my teeth. So that's that's <laughs> really? that's when you know you're up too early, when you see uh, stupid, antiquated wow. air devices. This is people doing all this stuff so early. Like, I was just walking past these Pilates people going, do you know how good it is not being awake? Like, yeah, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Um, today on the show, we have a uh, very, very great guest. We're very excited to have him in here. You may know him from Thank God You're Here, the new film, Any Questions for Ben, or the series House of Lies. Please welcome into the little dum-dum club, Josh Lawson. Yay! Thank you very, very much. Thank you very much for coming in, man, Look, squeezing us in. I'm not my pleasure. I'm sorry to get you up so early. Sorry that you had to witness the uh, hot air balloons, the Pilates. <laughs> I, sh- I am. I apologize. I feel responsible. <laughs> yeah. So you've just come back off the uh, the end of the junket of uh, the yeah. film. Any questions for Ben? You you must be in just red hot junket form. I mean, <laughs> you really have saved the best to last. You know, I, the I sweet have. cherry on the top. No, no, no. You guys wanted to. St- uh, you guys wanted to be hassling me for weeks. I said, no, 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 no. no. I want to no, finish I, with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to hear what's Rob Sitch really like. Uh, 20, 30, 40 times in different states. That's what you said. And then I want to end up with you guys talking about hot air balloons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, now, you'll forgive me. My voice is a little gone. As you can imagine, I've been um, uh, just talking uh, talking about myself for two weeks straight, which normally I do for nothing. I, don't, I mean, it's my favorite subject. <laughs> but it, uh, it does take its toll. I mean, it, I've never done a junket before. I don't know if you guys have ever done one, but they... Do we look like we've done a junket? <laughs> should, as marveling. it was coming out of my mouth, I realised how stupid a question we're, it was. We're marvelling about being up at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you're absolutely right. If we've done anything grown up in our lives. No, you're quite right. I, you, you don't look like you've done anything like that. Um, but it is intense. I mean, you, you're in a different hotel room every every night, almost, and you're on a plane every, you know, equally the same every day, and... It's full days and, you know, you're doing 30 to 40 interviews a day for two weeks or something. I mean, it's really intense. Yeah. When I've followed, like, actors and stuff on Twitter when they're talking about being on the press junket and stuff, Mm. it always strikes me as it's kind of almost like a weird version of being a rock star. Like, Mm. you're jetted around to all these different places, but your big gig is, like, doing interviews, like just talking yeah, about yeah, something yeah. you've been in. Like it's sort of a weird yeah. kind you do of your, tour. You do your concert at the start and then you go around and talk about it for a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and not only that, the con- I mean, we did the concert, so to speak, the movie, yeah. a year ago. Over yeah, a year yeah right. So there's been this 12-month period, or upwards of that, where we haven't been thinking about it at all. Yeah. Because it's been going through post, it's an edit and all that sort of stuff. But then to come back and, you know, to talk about it like we've just finished it yeah, is a strange thing. Do you get any uh, groupies after the interviews? Like, oh, I love the words you said then. I love the way you <laughs> described your character. It was so good. Yeah, Andrew Bolt was pretty handsome. <laughs> um, well, but, was, I mean, it seemed like, because I do follow you on Twitter and you were talking about going around uh, yeah. to a lot of different places. Did you get any, what were the, did you, did you get any sh- shipped out to any like sort of, you know, weird like regional radio stations or newspapers or anything like that? Anything worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than this. No, <laughs> uh, no look, the mo- most of the regional stuff we do via the phone, uh, which I'm surprised we couldn't have done for this, but uh, <laughs> but apparently not. You needed me in studio <laughs> for some reason. Um, uh, but no, we went. We did want to tell you what we did: Brisbane, Gold Coast, Byron, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth. Wow, that is. Around. Isn't so, weird that Byron gets its own premiere? Yeah. And we miss out on Tasmania and the Northern <laughs> yeah. Territory. Hang on, was there any press in Byron or did you just say, oh, yeah, I think the Byron Eddie might want to talk to me if I go there for two weeks? <laughs> yeah. No, it was just me and Byron drinking, handing out any questions for their CDs. That was, 
You've bootlegged your own copies. Yeah, exactly. The next stop of the junket is uh, Bali. We're going to be yeah. uh, setting up a little shop on the side of the road. Where it's where it's already in the, you know, new to, new to weekly uh, DVD bin yeah. in Bali. And it's all just copies of you with your, your handy cam inside a cinema, inside the gold class. Exactly. Sculling Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. um, so, of course, you're, uh, you, you're just squeezing uh, all this stuff in because you're based in L.A. now. Living in L.A., You're yeah. living the dream over there. Well, uh, I don't know about the dream. It's, it, yeah, it's, uh, look, it's good. It's good. It's going well. I mean, I've been there on and off for about four or five years now. Mm-hmm. I think I probably went over there. God, I don't know. I, I honestly lose track of time in LA. Whenever the writer's strike was, do you remember the, the yeah, big yeah, writer's yeah, yeah. strike? Yeah. That was when I landed. That was the first experience I had in, in You Hollywood. caused the writer's strike. It was me. <laughs> yep. So uh, We do not want to write. If this bloke's here, we do not want to write anymore. No. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, so going back and forth a lot since then. But last year was the first year I, I stayed pretty much strictly over there all year. And, uh, yeah, and so I guess it feels like home now, as much as I hate to admit it, because I, I don't love L.A. Yeah. Uh, as a place. Uh, and coming back to Melbourne, I, f- you know, immediately feel at home and I wish I could live here. But, um, you know, one of the questions that get, kept getting asked on the tour was, uh, oh, we're losing you to Hollywood. You know, we, what's it going to take to get you back uh, doing another job in Australia? And I go, um, an offer. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it because no yeah. one's asking me to, to work here. I audition for stuff in Australia, but I... I just get more jobs in America. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to work here in Australia, but the reality is I'm just not getting the work. So yeah. if you get corpse number two on Water Rats, you're straight back here. You've heard it here first. <laughs> um, uh, firstly, I'd be stunned if Water Rats is filming, is it? <laughs> what a They're dated reference. They're bringing it back just so they can offer you the role to keep you in the country. Yeah. That seems like such an elaborate prank. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, um, you know, you, yeah, you've, you're on the show uh, House of Lies. Uh, yeah. you got this new film with Will Ferrell and, and Zach Galifianakis that you've just done. Yeah. Uh, which we might get into a bit later, but sure. we're more sort of fascinated on this show with, uh, you know, because you, you, know, you, you said you've been there for a few years and uh, going out to auditions and stuff. Yeah. And we were just in LA ourselves and talking to a lot of people over there. And it seems like it's just rife for like horror audition stories. Can you, have you got any great yeah, ones be, you can try to Before you actually started us? getting this mm. stuff, was, was there any failed carpet call auditions <laughs> over there? Or? Well, no, look, thankfully, um, due to my visa restrictions, I couldn't, there were, I couldn't go for commercials. Oh, right. Oh, right. Um, so I was only going... That's a restriction on your visa? <laughs> well, because the turnaround, basically what happened with my visa is that once I got an offer, there needed to be a period of time between the offer and the shooting for me to go and um, revise my visa, right. basically. But with commercials, the turnaround from getting the job to shooting the commercial is so fast that there wouldn't have been any time for me to revise my, my right. visa, right. basically. Okay. If you can... Boring story, boring <laughs> bureaucratical story, but that is, uh, that's the reality. <clears throat> so I was going for lots of television and, uh, you know, a fair few film things. But look, to be honest, I mean, I mean, when I don't get a job, when I audition and I don't get it, I just file it in bad audition. Like, they're all the same yeah. in terms of, no, like, no one treated me like shit um, once I'm in the audition room. I mean, there are auditions where I've had five scenes to... Um, to learn and these massive it's like 20 to 30 pages of scenes and you learn them and you go I'm going to learn every every word of this and halfway through the first scene after a page and a half they you know go okay I'll stop you there uh, you know what we don't need to see anymore like, oh, for God's sake, I spent two weeks on this. You've sort of you know. described just recently the audition that me and Carl had for an ad here for McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Except for the bit where you said that you learnt it. That bit is not the same as our Our, our visa did le- let us go for this <laughs> okay. job. Well, now, did you guys go for it together? Was yeah, it like yeah, a two-hander yeah. type thing? Yeah. yeah. Do, who, who beat you? I'm curious. Do you know? Well, Everyone know else in Australia, I think. <laughs> is it, yeah. Everyone gets a go except for you guys. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a million in for it. Yeah. And they, in the second round, there was 999,999. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you remember any lines from it? Oh. Um, we were eating a burger. From yeah. a chain that you may have heard of. They may even have I've, it I've already said the You've name. You've said the name. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> out of the bag, Carl. Right, okay. <laughs> Can we edit that bit out just so it makes sure. me not insane? Uh, sure, whatever good. you want. Uh, yeah. we, 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 what was the other? We're probably not meant to talk about it. Oh, well, we were, you could always bleep out. We in, were in sort post, of meant to be imagining their, their products. Um, and, and sort of fantasizing about all the different things. That we're like on an oil rig going, oh, as if... 
you know, if we had a burger now, how good would that be? Okay. Ooh. And that wasn't the exact line, but it was something okay. like that. Yeah. That right. wasn't the exact line, but that's what we did. Yeah. Why we didn't get. It. Oh, okay. Well, they're lost as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's made you hungry. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? You should definitely bleep out their name because that is that is free advertising you've given them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that they well, are not bad. You know, we've given them plenty of free advertising before we did the ad. So we've given them plenty of money. In fact, yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> they may as well be a sponsor of this show. Yeah. So um, you've just finished wrapping up shooting. Is that a th- what people say in Hollywood? Um, <laughs> wrapping up shooting. Wrapping up shooting. That yeah. seems to be the most word economical way of doing it. Um, yeah. With Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis. Yes. I finished up in uh, late January on that. Yeah. But it, it's a small role. It's in a film called Dogfight. Although I've been told that when it is released here in Australia, it's going to be called Rivals. Oh, wow. <laughs> that classic uh, game. Yeah. I don't know why they're changing it. Dog fight seemed okay with me. Well, yeah. We don't have dogs over here, they presume? Or? We don't have fighting. Right. No okay. fighting. Very placid over here. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But we do have rivals. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they um, that's coming. That's opening in America in August. But and it's about a political fight, a, a dog fight uh, in what? Sorry, I don't Sorry. understand the term. A, a political rivalry, <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, Can you relate it gotcha. to McDonald's in some way? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, okay, imagine. Uh, okay, so it's um, the Hamburglar. And, <laughs> uh, okay. So and Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis play opponents in the political field. I think going for congressman in um, uh, North Carolina, and I play Zach's brother, who's a DA who. Um, He's a real pants man. He's, he's, you know, he's married, but he's constantly turning up to, um, you know, to meet Zach's character with a different girl on his arm. And he's a real frat boy. And anyway, that's my character. But I mean, I'm almost embarrassed to talk about it because A, it's really small. Like the role I play is is really, really not a big role. Right. I I might have three or four scenes. And B, you know how these things go where sometimes certain characters need to hit the editing room floor. And I... I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't make it into the film at all. So you've done the maths and you've worked out that nothing massively pivotal to the plot is happening in your scene. I'm sorry to say that's true, yeah. That if, if you know, they did a cut and it was like three hours long and they had to look at it and go, okay, guys, we had to lose stuff. We had to lose (laughs) a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm sure they would be looking at my scenes going, uh, he could go. It's not going to affect uh, the film. We, We could cut him. So... I mean, I, Zach look, pulls a funny face in some scene. They go over and go, well, something's got to give. Yeah. Lawson, out. Out, out. That's it. More, wow. We can add that extra fart gag if we can get rid of Lawson. <laughs> we'll do it. Um, so, Make Will Ferrell shout for a bit longer and yeah. then that'll, that'll blow it out. So we'll see what happens. So, but that is, um, that's a sad reality of what we do, particularly when you do small roles. Yeah. So, um, but hopefully so, that doesn't happen. So you're another pants man. You're getting typecast as uh, well someone that sleeps with a lot of ladies. Except that, to dispel that uh, theory, in House of Lies, I play the exact opposite of that. A guy who... A woman. I play a woman who doesn't wear pants. <laughs> um, but uh, I've said too much. Um, no, I, I, play, I play a guy who is a complete social misfit and can't pick up women at all. He's, right. he's rubbish. I um, do notice, did notice that you have glasses in that role, so that, that story checks out there. That's true. <laughs> no, no, but, but non-prescription. Um, oh, right. Non-prescription, you know, because uh, that's how I roll. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, no, that character's great. Uh, that, that, that show was terrific. We just got picked up for a second season. Yeah. yeah. On that, which is great. And um, I think Channel 10 is playing it. Oh, wow. Later on Clang. this year. Yeah. Um, it is a good show. I've, I've watched a couple of episodes. Right, the right. great Don Cheadle. Yes. I can only assume you've been illegally downloading it. But, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, the great Don Cheadle and uh, Kristen Bell, of course. It's been, uh, yeah, that was a hell of a show. We really, we really dug that. Um, you, know, you know, here's the thing with pilots. Pilot season is happening in America right now, which is this three-month block at the start of the year yep. where all the networks make all their pilots and then they decide which ones they're going to pick up and they make the show. So think about it like this. So there must be maybe, I'm going to guess and say around 150 pilots that get shot each year. Each year, yeah. Right? In this three-month block, in pilot season. Mm-hmm. Now, of those 150, I mean, I can't even, maybe 30 get made. Like, maybe 30 get picked up, maybe. So you shoot the pilot and so many, let's say close to 100, maybe maybe upwards, of more over 100 pilots don't get picked up to season. Yeah. And then those that do get picked up to season, a lot of them, probably half, 
won't even last a full season. Yeah. yeah. They'll get cut before the first season is even done. Mm-hmm. And then of those, maybe half still will get picked up for a second season. Yeah. So when how, the idea, you know, when I say the House of Lights have been picked up for a second season, you know, for me, that's a massive deal because yeah. so many planets needed to align in order for that to happen. Yeah, so you yeah. explain that because we didn't congratulate you enough then. <laughs> what you're saying is... I, assume, I mean, I'm looking at this big <laughs> board in front of you. I assume you've got an applause button <laughs> and you're oh, refusing no. to use it. It's only preloaded with fart sound effects and Dickie Knee saying g'day to Daryl Summers. And if we, so play the fart, if we play the fart noise, we don't have enough time to include no, you in this okay, podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is awesome. That is, uh, yeah. So when you say you've, you know, you've been over there for five years, that... Uh, obviously, you've done a lot of failed uh, yeah, pilot. That's episodes. right. Yeah, I did. I did. You uh, were the Simon Pegg role in the American Space. It's so funny how often that comes up <laughs> in this country. In right. America, no one ever talks about it, but here, in, in the press junket, it was one of the most asked questions. Really? That and bizarrely, <laughs> Squid. This movie that oh, I yeah. shot. This low-budget, nothing film that I shot with Ed Cavalier that hasn't even been finished, like that will not ever be finished. That and this space thing, I think people are really interested in the failures. What's Squid? Is Squid the Scumbus one or is that no, a different no, one? No, no, that's a different one. Squid was something we How shot. How many unfinished Ed Cavalier movies are <laughs> there? Oh, well, Scumbus only just got, got finished shooting. Right, right. So you know, Scumbus is in post. Right. Uh, but Squid is like five or six years old or oh, something. Okay. Mate, but more than that. I mean, it's, it's yeah. really That's old. in the Cavalier anthology. Right. Yeah, that was directed by Luke Tierney and Daly Pearson, um, and it just didn't. They didn't have enough money to finish it. So it's, it's. I've seen a really rough version of it, and uh, I don't think anyone should see it. <laughs> right, to be honest, although what the hell, I don't care. I'm not ashamed of anything I've done. I think it, I think you could put it on the internet and it would be fine. Not going to ashamed of anything you've done <laughs> until now. Until right until now, this, this podcast. It's good enough for the internet. You're saying. <laughs> Oh, well, you could not watch it at the movies. Internet, right. internet does have pretty high standards. Everything on That's it true. is pretty good. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it must that be is, right. That is interesting. Just quickly on what you were saying about the pilots not getting picked up and stuff. Mm. That that does remind me of one thing that I do love that happens on TV here, where because we're you know a few months behind the American schedules, so you know the, the Australian networks will go out and they'll buy the rights to the shows that they think are going to be good and they hype them up. And sometimes what happens is a show will air in the States and it will have been cancelled over there right. before it started airing here. Yeah. But because they've already started hyping it, they've just got to keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Shit, my dad says, guys, it's yeah, going to yeah. be great. Yeah. And then three episodes in, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I read about it on Twitter it was cancelled three months ago, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. That happens all the time. I yeah. do love that where they've just got to keep just – Throwing out this stinking turd, just knowing that, that even if people here like it, you, you, you're going to get three and yeah. then back to repeats of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how about this? We're, it's, uh, we're, we're a day after Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, um, are you in the same city as your girlfriend right now? Not at the moment, no. No, no. Rach is uh, over in Los Angeles at the moment. She, oh, went, back, right. she went back to um, to get back into pilot season. Oh, okay, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So where you you haven't had a particularly romantic uh, Valentine's Day then? No, I spent uh, Valentine's Day on a boat with uh, five other dudes. Oh, yesterday, yeah. Went well, fishing. sorry, I take that back. <laughs> no, you sorry, had yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, watch your watch your tongue, Carl. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, we went we went fishing. It was very romantic. Oh, nice. Right. Mm. Um, Daslo, you, you're, I, I, well, I'm, I'm very fascinated to hear where this is going because I saw you yesterday at midday and you were saying that you still hadn't worked out what you were going to do with your girlfriend. And then we both went our separate ways and I was talking to you again at five 30 and you still had no idea what you were going to do. Uh, me and my girlfriend went out for a, a nice picnic. It was very oh, really? nice. Yeah, it was lovely. Here's something though that I saw, uh, went for a run just before we went to picnic and I've seen this a couple of times, but it was happening last night as well. There's this group of dudes that are sometimes hanging out in the park near my house doing that role-playing stuff. You know, they dress up in like all oh, that medieval really? gear and they've got oh, swords wow. and they do that like that real-life Warcraft yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So they were doing that last night, which I just thought was awesome. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Valentine's Day, come on, guys. Let's not beat around the bush. None yeah. of us have girlfriends. Let's just get out <laughs> yeah. there. But then as Let's if that wasn't... be the worst of us. <laughs> yeah. As if that wasn't sad enough, that group are doing all that shit and then there's one guy sitting near them on a bench drinking a two-litre Coke and eating a popcorn chicken. Oh. Just how's that? The sad runoff of the sad runoffs. Well, I saw something similar. I saw an entire fa- weird family in a park all with cowboy hats on, all practicing their whip cracking. Oh. All of them had their own whip. There was four <laughs> of them. So. What? Yeah. 
Is there some kind of rodeo coming up? Or I don't something, know. Or? No, no. It was. Uh, yeah. I was trying to take pictures of them, which they didn't appreciate. But um, <laughs> wow. no, because it um, it steals their soul. I think they they hate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. whip crackers are very spiritual very people. Very spiritual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they learned that about in the whip cracking dream time. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's um, how bizarre. You guys are really. I mean, you guys are having some bizarre. Uh, Valentine's Day experience. We are very good at seeing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about it. Yeah. Let, so let's get to you because I, I ended up having a very, we went for a picnic and it was uh, it was delightful. What did you what did you end up doing, Carl? Uh, we, we went to an Indian restaurant and ate pizza. So <laughs> I, that's what are we you did. sure it was an Indian restaurant? Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't they know honestly why. served a pizza at an Indian We went to it and then they It's an authentic said, Indian joint called Domino's. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it was like. It was like we we got the menu and, and my girlfriend was like, oh, I don't like anything too spicy. Uh, all right, I might have the capricciosa. Wow. That was on there. So we just ended up eating pizza, which was wow. I don't know. And 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 my girlfriend was like, oh wow, this is. Great, the the we picked a restaurant that's um, not too packed on Valentine's Day. That's awesome. I'm like, yeah, because we're eating capricciosa pizza in an Indian takeaway yeah. joint. That's why it's not too packed, because no one else is as unromantic as me. Yeah. So, oh, God. How do you guys still have girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> a mystery to me. Well, I, should I bring this up? I started to tell you this the other day. Please, I, please do. I don't know whether I should be saying this, no, but anyway. You should. Um, By the way, you... if this is a if if this is you breaking up with your girlfriend, I would say this is a bad <laughs> idea to do on a podcast. You say no, don't do it. This is and she's be... a few and she's a few weeks behind too. So this oh, is a long God. game he's going to be playing. No. This is going to be another pilot that doesn't get picked <laughs> no up for you, sorry, Josh. But, okay. Uh, no, go on. I've interrupted. Go on. We, oh, look, me and my girlfriend, we've been together for five years now. So okay. it's it's now to a stage where she's. Uh, we got to a stage where a lot of my friends are getting engaged and things like mm. that, and they're, they're all moving on with their lives. And and uh, my girlfriend sees all of that happening and goes, "Well, wow, it's very interesting. It seems like we're not doing what everyone else is doing." And has started, you know, mentioning things and whatever. I'm like, "Look, that's completely fine, and and whatever. You know, you can you can you can up the ante, I guess." And then she's that hasn't sort of worked, I guess, recently. So what she's done is we've she's booked a day out for us on the weekend, and we went out uh, ring shopping without there being any sort of proposal or anything like that and we've just she's just decided we're going to go and look at rings so she's sort of gone shopping for an outfit to a party she hasn't been invited to uh, wow. it's the power of positive suggestion yeah, oh, well, yeah. I, think that's it. I think she seriously read it in a book somewhere and i've been dragged along to tiffany's and uh, is that the secret that'd be the secret wouldn't it that kind of thing oh, you know, put, it, it? put it out i don't know that, yeah, put it out into the universe kind of stuff i mean how far could she go with this i mean eventually gonna be <laughs> like church shopping <laughs> yeah. you know priest shopping and yeah, then yeah. next thing you know you're married it's, yeah there's gonna be some sort of candid camera wedding where yeah. i just turn up and go yeah let's just go in and uh, uh, uh you know confess and whatever, and then all my family are there. It's like, oh, well, while we're here, we might as well get cracking. Yeah. You're going to have a rehearsal for the rehearsal dinner for the wedding. Yeah. That's um, really... And now, how reluctant are you? Are you, are you not interested at all in getting married? Or are you, no, you, no, you're no. entertaining I, the idea. No, 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 of course. No, I, I'm just I'm just a lazy man. I'm right. just a... <laughs> Just, just haven't got around to that sort of thing and, and thinking about it that heavily. But um, I know. Yeah. I mean, you were bitching and moaning about the eight AM call time this morning, <laughs> and I also can imagine the commitment of getting up at seven yeah. o'clock this morning. He did end up eating a pizza in an Indian restaurant for Valentine's Day, so that should give some <laughs> indication to the level of romance. I think that we're the real about. question that's raised by all that is why is she put going to all this effort to get me <laughs> yeah. to get oh. commitment out of a guy that acts like this. But, She's yeah. pulling on the rod pretty hard to pull in a a boot that's caught <laughs> on the end of the fishing line. <laughs> I, you told me that yesterday about how there's been a lot of pressure and for a good hour yesterday afternoon, I did genuinely contemplate pro- co- proposing to my girlfriend <laughs> just to turn the heat up on you because I thought right. that'd be, I'm 10 years younger than you, that would that would be the nail in the coffin. Like yeah. you'd never oh, hear the end of it after that. Man, that is a, that is a kind of, that is a backfire you would not, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean that just really wouldn't work out well for you. Yeah, and then I, and then I'm there at the altar with my girlfriend, going, "This is kind of embarrassing, but this whole thing was just to kind of yeah. wind up Chandler. Is it too late <laughs> yeah, to sorry. maybe put this on ice for like eight yeah. years or do something?" Do you mind? Do you mind? Now, um, I'll say this. Now, Josh, you, you've known uh, Tommy for a little while. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you something that comes up a lot on this show is his voice. Okay. Now, I, it's something that I haven't noticed myself, but a lot of listeners tend to send us emails that basically the template is, hey, love the show, just found out that Tommy is actually a guy. 
We really? thought he was a girl the whole time. Is and that we, true? Do people really say that's that? That's true. It started every time I would do, uh, like I'd go on radio before we did the podcast on Triple J, they would get texts in going, who's this girl on the phone? And then I talked about that once on this show and then now it's just... It's just constant. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, close your eyes. I've got to close my eyes. Okay. And just talk to me. Hey, Josh. <laughs> oh, hold on. You're girling it up. Yeah. You're okay, girling okay. it up. You just got to be you. Okay, okay. Um, hey, Josh, really looking forward to spending Valentine's Day with you. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned. Thought we might go down to the local Indian joint and get a pizza. Okay, let me tell you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot straight. <laughs> Please do. Maybe not a girl, but certainly transgender. <laughs> All right. It's the certainly in there that really hurts. No, uh, look, I mean, it, it would be a pretty butch girl, no doubt. Sure, yeah. But I can imagine there's there, – I get why where the confusion is. I'm there. fine with that. I'm fine with yeah. being a butch girl. A t- a, you're, yeah. you're a tough chick. You're yeah, tough absolutely. Yeah. Someone someone wrote in saying, what was it, that he can uh, she can hold her own with the boys, <laughs> which, which was good. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, why I bring this up is that um, I was wondering sorry, why it yeah, was coming no, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to one by one go through all of Tommy's foibles um, and see what you think, Josh. No, <laughs> no um, happy to. On the weekend, uh, yeah, because we've got a bit of a following now. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. this show has listeners, Great. Uh, and we've got a lot of uh, listeners around town and whatever. Now, I went to a gig on the weekend. I was co- quite close to a gig. I was walking to this gig, and uh, I heard Tommy yell out to me. Uh, like we start the show with uh, when Tommy says, "Hey mate," so we we get a bit of that. We uh, we talk like that. We're, we're sad. We're we do our own catchphrases yeah, from yeah, the yeah, show yeah, to yeah, each other yeah, in real life. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> I walk along. I hear Tommy say, "Hey mate," and I go, "Oh cool, Tommy's come to the gig." I turn around and I I see this alleyway, oh. this little doorway, and there's three people in it, and there's two real teenage guys at the front. I'm like, "What's Tommy doing hanging out with?" The-? And then I look behind, and it's a girl <laughs> that has yelled out, oh, "Hey mate," right. and I went. Oh, and it sounded exactly like you, and it clicked for the first time. I'm like, that's so funny. And not only that, but they were like 18, 19 as well. (laughs) So I walk away from it going, that's very funny. I thought it was Tommy. It was a girl. Not only was it a girl, it was like an 18-year-old girl. And then I thought, what Tommy does get a lot of is that people go, oh, he sounds like a, a teenage lesbian girl. Yeah. Now, I then went, oh, she's a teenager. She's a girl. What if she's... A lesbian as well. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but no. what if it's the cliche come true that that's what everyone says about Tommy? So I went back and said to her, Look, here's the situation. You oh, obviously listen to the show. Oh, my God, this is just going to get worse before <laughs> You're a it gets little better. bloody investigator, aren't you? Yeah. You're a little bloody Sherlock Holmes. In, in hindsight, this, as I'm explaining this, I realize how bad this sounds, but okay. I went back. Hello, teenage girl. Um, <laughs> I'm in, not... a, in an alley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, I'm not proposing to my girlfriend, but I am going to chat up girls yeah. in an alleyway. This is going to sound super creepy, yeah. but do you like girl on girl action? <laughs> That's that's that sounds a Wanna little bit worse. Want to go ring shopping? It's <laughs> yeah. a little bit worse than what I actually said, but okay. not that much. Sure, not that what much. What did you worse. do? What did you say to this teenage girl in an alley? <laughs> I said, "Well, you obviously listen to the show. You know how Tommy's got this voice thing, or whatever. I just think it's funny. Now, you're a girl. You're a teenager. Can I ask this? Is this too personal? <laughs> but are you a lesbian? Oh, I thought it was going to be, will you fuck me? No. no, I said, are you a lesbian? And then I I noticed uh, I, I'd got me myself into that situation where there's these guys either side of her and I've asked her about her sexuality in front of people that probably don't know anything about whether right. she's... What's interesting is that was that was what set it off that this wasn't a good situation for you. Yeah. <laughs> the, the two yeah, guys yeah, yeah. next to her was like, oh, actually, this might be weird. Yeah. 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 The context all of a sudden here. Okay, so the guys, two, two presumably 18-year-old guys. Yeah, as well. okay. yeah. And so I was, and then she, I said, are you, are you lesbian? And then she went and just sort of froze a bit. And I was like, oh, this is the worst. And I went, oh, I'm really sorry. But you know, it's, it's cool. It's for a joke. Oh no, that's not cool either. That's, <laughs> this is not funny at all. And just had to backtrack. And, and she was very, very awkward and very nice to put up with my horribly ham-fisted attempts at yeah. getting a cheap little joke for Tommy Dazzler. So, so basically you never got to the bottom of no, uh, whether or not no. she But right I feel like what, her silence sort of says everything. Oh, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't know. I, when you were saying. I'd like to think she was just too stunned at the the (laughs) stupidity of me to. Well, that's one, that's one listener we've lost. Um, (laughs) I, I just, uh, when you were saying that the teenage boys were hanging out next, I thought it was going to get, they were going to get a bit protective and I was in my head going, 
Please let this story end with Carl getting bashed by teenagers in an alleyway. Yeah. That would really yeah, that would be, be that would be poetic. Wouldn't tremendous it? end of the story. Yeah, not just poetic, but just probably funny for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah. So that was. Um. 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 Yeah, I could see. I, f- I finally can see the 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 femininity, femininity in mm. your voice. Maybe I need to go and do some voice training or something. No, you need to get like no. a vocal coach. That's your hook. Stop it! This oh, is it's your stop angle. Stop it! Stop yeah. it, guys! Stop hey, it. get out of here! Hey. You, you be a strong, proud woman. Tommy. <laughs> maybe maybe I could go to LA and do some voice acting and be like a reverse Nancy Cartwright. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I could do that. You could do Lisa Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. It'd be really great. Uh, another thing that just, uh, I'll just wrap this up, uh, 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 that happened. I got home from a, a lot of drinks on the town the other night, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I got problems with my neighbours. They put in a lot of complaints about uh, me hanging washing out of my line and stuff on the balcony, and, and I get letters in the mail saying, don't hang your undergarments out on the on, on your washing line. And stuff really? Like that. Yeah. Ugh. It's horrible. Can I tell you, that really annoys me. Like... I just don't know why neighbours have to stick their noses and everything. Because I've got neighbours like that in LA. Right. And it really, it's like, what is it? How does it affect you? You know, so, so Who what? are they, the Osbournes? Or? <laughs> yeah. So what, I can't sit on my balcony naked with a shotgun. Like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Well, well just... I will say this about hanging the undergarments out. What you don't know is it's come up on the show a few times. Carl does shit himself pretty regularly. No, so I that don't. Come on. Could be something don't. to do with be it. Be honest. Do not do that. I've done that once. <laughs> okay. Um... But how does it affect them? I just say it's an eyesore. Well, this is a ridiculous thing. We've got a balcony and I've got a little clothesline thing. And what they've done is there was a huge hedge in front of our balcony and they cut that down and then sent in letters going, oh, we can see you're washing on the line. I'm like, yeah, because you cut the frigging hedge down. Hmm. You, The same people that cut the f- hedge down are complaining that they can see the washing on my balcony. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So anyway, because they've cut the hedge down and they've just done it again now, there's nothing there. I got home drunk the other night, and, and you've given a big clue as to what happens next. Um, I It was very hot, and I decided to sit on my balcony naked. Oh, brilliant. Oh. Yeah. And I went... Ugh. For context, it is also worth noting that there's a school directly opposite. There is a... Oh, hey, well, let's get the full details in. It is a primary school. Uh, um, is it a school day? Is it? No, it wasn't. It was, okay. about, it was about midnight. It was about drunk midnight. on a school day. <laughs> no, anything's possible. Just, just, just out, need to know the facts. Yelling out of the kids. Your dad cut me bloody heads down. <laughs> this is why you're seeing this. Are you all? Are you all lesbians? In there? <laughs> <laughs> they did have a lot of high pitched voices for eight year olds, so that's a fair question. And uh, so I got home and I went. Oh, I'm just gonna. It's very. I get very hot. I get my body gets very hot. So I, I, I sat naked on the balcony, mm-hmm. and uh, then the neighbour came home, and because it was midnight, I went. This is all right. He can't see me, but he got home and he got out of his car drunk. And because he was drunk, he had the same sort of thing in his head where it was like, who cares? Because I sat there and went, I don't care. He's not going to see me. He got out of the car and just looked up and just looked at me for 10 seconds. <laughs> just didn't say anything. And I thought, I'm going to hold my nerve here and not do anything either. Even though <laughs> even though I'm sitting in a really ridiculous position where... Like he's a bear. Yeah, yeah. And I'm almost <laughs> flaunting what I've got. Like the way I'm sitting, I'm sitting in a ridiculous position. That's yeah, a power play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, we just stared each other down and he just didn't say a word. And then he walked away, like walked five meters behind another hedge. And I just heard him go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then that was it. So any more, and you get any letters for that? No, no, no complaints. No so complaints. obviously I can keep doing that. Anyone yeah. listening to this show for the first time on this episode is just going to have you now painted as just a sex, sex offender. Number one. <laughs> a sex yeah. offender. Big time. Yeah. All your stories are like, no, 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 no. This sounds weird. <laughs> And but just, anyway, this, this little girl's in the, in the boot of my car. And and if I know Carl, he's saving up some good juice for right at the end, yeah, too. I don't yeah. think we've even scratched the surface no, here. No, no. I am delighted that you bring that up, though, because I was going to remind you of that. You've talked about that on the show before, your neighbours complaining, because we've got a bit of this going on at the moment. Um, as listeners will know, I've moved house maybe about a month ago now, and uh, my housemate um, was par- has been parking her car just slightly in front of our house. And the other morning she copped the note on the windscreen from our neighbours saying, can you please not park in front of our house because then I find it hard to find a park. And our street always oh. has parking. It's like really big street. Heaps. Of, it's got like a, the extra parking bit in that's, the middle, you know, like in the middle yeah, of the two yeah. lanes. That's up with putting rubbish in someone else's bin and them saying, no, don't put it in my bin. Well, It's going to be emptied in an hour. I feel like you can't complain about that because that's not a thing. That's not like being able to park out the front of your house. It's not a law. 
It's not a rule yeah. of politeness. It's nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it do, it's a thing that doesn't exist. Yeah. And so she's told me that that's happened, which is just the wrong thing to have done. Because now I even not like I just go for it every time. Yeah. Like because I'm often. I'm, I'll, I'll go for a run in the afternoon and then I'm back from that run before our neighbour comes home from work. So I get the perfect time to just slot right on in there and cut her off. Yeah. Mm. You, so you have neighbours, obviously, uh, in LA. Have you got any, any, any celebrity name drops you want to you wanna do in your neighbourhood? Because no. we talked to Paul F. Tompkins a lot and he, he lives next, next door to Danzig. So have you got anything to... You know Glenn Danzig, the, the metal icon? No? No. Nope. So you, so you obviously don't live on the other side. <laughs> no. No, no. no, I live in an area where celebrities would not live. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I, live, I live in West Hollywood in, a, in what's known as the Russian Jewish Quarter. So it's, it's kind of a, it's a bit grubby, but uh, I love it. Uh, but it is, uh, it is not Bel Air. You know? <laughs> oh, right. No. Uh, so no, no celebrities to speak of in my neighborhood that I know of, although the Whole Foods, which is the, you know, the, up, mm-hmm. the upmarket, um, you know, grocery store nearby, certainly I've seen a few celebrities in there. Uh, and, and at the gym, who well, don't, don't oh, brush over that. Oh, <laughs> it's who have I seen? Emily Weird Bl- point to bail out of Emily that story. Emily Blunt. You know oh, yeah. yeah. What was yeah. she buying? Is, um... Look, I imagine she's buying fruit and vegetables and stuff. I wasn't following her. <laughs> I know this is hard for you to believe, Carl, but we're not all crazy sex pests. Yeah, right? see, if that was Carl, he would have hid in the boot of her car. No, what do you got in there, Emily? Yeah, yeah exactly. Is this, are you shopping for your lesbian sex party? Yeah. <laughs> hey, as a joke to my friend Tommy, can I sniff your hair? <laughs> yeah. You're a maniac. Um, but uh, at the gym, there's some great, great people at the gym. Awesome. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, out awesome. There. Yeah, yeah. Fabio. Oh, yeah. Fabio at the same gym as you. Absolutely. Yes. He's there all the time. That is incredible. That is the biggest thing you should be putting on your CV. You yeah. go to the same gym as Fabio. He's there. Yeah, he's there all the time. Uh, Anderson Cooper. Do you know Anderson Cooper, the uh, CNN? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grey-haired dude. Grey-haired dude, yeah, Silver, yeah, yeah. Silver Fox. Uh, he works out there. Jeremy Piven. Oh, really? yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, because we were in LA for like a week and we saw no one. We mm. like we had that thing where we, you know, you go over there and you're actively looking for stuff and then mates of yours, Carl, just saw people everywhere, like saw heaps of famous people. We saw yeah. nothing. It's weird that we didn't see anyone in our hotel room for the majority <laughs> yeah, of the trip or in comic book shops or on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, very no fair. One was po- no one was posing next to their stars on the Hall of Fame. Is that <laughs> unusual? Or? Weird, I don't know. I saw, saw Spider-Man out there once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was him. Those guys are amazing, those yeah. characters. Yeah, the there's best. a documentary on them. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, on those guys, those those people who pretend to be you know, yeah. celebrities outside. I mean, they're really... What pretend to moved- be the real Spider-Man. Spider-Man, as if. They're as not if. the real one. What if I moved so. to LA just to do that? Like, what if I said to people, I'm going to base myself in LA, and they're like, oh, doing what? Have you got a role on a show? I'm just going to dress yeah. up like Batman and hang well, out at the well, front of Chinese Well, not Batman. Theater. Maybe Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that could be, maybe, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone that Tommy could be. This is, yeah. well, this is a fun game. Annie? Um, no, this isn't a fun game. Annie? Right. Yeah, Little Annie maybe. Annie? Dora yeah. the Explorer. Yeah, Dora the Explorer. Oh, That's Dora. Dora. When, uh, when Facebook had Doppelganger Week, oh. I was sort of put on there that like I don't think I look like anyone, and then someone went, huh, why don't you put Elma Fudd? Oh, yeah, good one. Elma Fudd. Oh. Elma Fudd. Who, you know, who said that? Got a fat round head. Uh, <laughs> did you? Oh, who did you go? Did you do a Doppelganger Week? I did. I oh. did. Uh, I I did Adam Gilchrist, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I've okay. got a bit of that about me, sure, um, I sure. think. Oh, well, it's one of those things where, you know when you get those things where people say, oh, you look like this and you don't see it? Right. It was a thing where I, when I first saw Adam Gilchrist, I went, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be copying this at some stage. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was, okay, you, you saw it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? I got, I put up a young uh, picture of Robin Williams. And, uh, oh, yeah. But it's, it's not, not these days. You kind of got to see Robin Williams in a certain light. Mork. Mm. You're more of a Mork. Mork back Mork-a-like. in Mork days, yeah. Right. No, I could see it back then. Um, You're more of a Mork than a uh, bicentennial man. <laughs> yes, yes, or Jack. Yeah. Um, but go on to my, uh, if you go onto my Facebook, you can see... In the profile pictures in, in yeah, yeah, archived, yeah. you can see the picture that I put up there. And I'll see what you think. So if you think that yeah. I think that's there the is first time someone's ever come on this show and plugged their Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check Most it out. celebrities set it to private, but you're like, check it out, check it out. <laughs> go, yeah. and, go and see all my mates in there and see who's been tagged. <laughs> yeah. hey, you were saying this before you had neighbour problems uh, in LA. What, what, what sort of stuff? What are well, they complaining about? Same stuff. Same yeah. crap. I mean, like you, don't park, in, don't park there. And, you know, like... Look, it's so annoying. It's just people 
people just I think neighbors if you've got shitty neighbors that is that is just high high on my list of stress yeah you know because that's where you live and you can't escape that and sure there's just we have a long driveway and and Rach and I are both allowed to park on that driveway I mean, mm-hmm. which, yeah. that's it's part of the lease but you know this guy who lives next to this Irish guy and he's always up and he's going, um, could you please, no, this is Irish accent, don't park in the, uh, <laughs> don't park in the, in the driveway, the both of you, because, you know, if there's a fire, then, you know, how's the fire engine going to get into the, uh, and I go, mate, that's not my problem. Yeah. Like, I mean, if there's a fire, what, how do you even argue with that kind of logic? You mm, know, it's yeah. so hard to, to, so, I mean, he's just a serial pest, you know, he's just constantly going just telling us not to do stuff. Um, it's weird, names because I'm, I grew up on a farm, and you wouldn't know it due to my um, strong social skills. But um, mm-hmm. um, you are wearing overalls right now with no shirt underneath for context. And it's hard to talk with this hayseed in my mouth, but I'm doing a very good job. Um, so you used to like not having to worry about anyone, yeah. And then I moved to Melbourne and stuff like that, and there's people in Everywhere. my in my Everywhere. space telling me to put my clothes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Saying, hey, stop calling me a lesbian. Yeah. It's like, where did these people get off? Yeah, my dog was fine with all of that stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> anyway, it's, um, yeah, it's such a weird thing to be so close to, to yeah. so many people. that, And it's that, it's like a, a big share house in a way. Cause there's all that, like you said, leaving notes on cars and stuff, all that horrible share house stuff where you leave a note on yeah. the fridge instead of talking to someone directly. And well, yeah. I, had, I had a house in LA in, in before this one where I'm at now. And when I was out of the house, the landlady would just let herself in all oh, the time. Oh, that's weird. And I always suspected it because I remember kind of going, I don't remember putting that there. I really, like little things that just used to drive me crazy going, am I going nuts? Like I truly don't remember putting those, you know, organizing those bottles. Like yeah. I, I would remember that until uh, our, our mutual friend of ours, Troy Kinney, came and stayed at my place for a while. And what happened was I would leave and, and she would see my car gone, ah. assume the place was empty, let herself into the house. And there's Kinney. You know, on the computer going, uh, can I help you? She's like, sorry, I didn't think anyone was home. Sorry, oh, wow. sorry. Sprung. Like, busted. And so now... she knew she was doing the wrong thing? Yeah. Look, that is breaking and entering. Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't matter that she's the landlady. She can't let us. I'm not making that up, am I? I don't think you can let yourself into the house no. without permission no. all the time. But no. I guess that would be a thing if you're a landlord, you would believe that you can. You know, you I, but think. I still think she knew that she was doing the sure. wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, pretty yeah, sure she yeah. knew she got busted then. Well, yeah. now her and Kinney are happily married. So yeah, sorry, no. worked out for the best. <laughs> Every uh, silver lining, yeah. yeah. Well, I had the same thing. I had a shit house uh, in Ballarat, Clang, and uh, the same thing happened where I was complaining to the landlord going, oh, we've got mice, we've got you know mice. And he goes, well, that'd be because of all the donuts you leave all over the table. I'm like, hang on a minute, what? what? How do you know about the donuts? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two two mates of mine live uh, in a house in uh, in Windsor, and they've got this. Uh, the the first day they moved in, there was this like bonkers lady that lives in the street. Like she's there's something a bit wrong with her. And like as they're moving in, she comes up to them and she goes, "I'm not allowed to eat chicken, and I'm also not allowed to eat lamb." And they're like, "Okay, righto, good." But right. she's now because she's like seen them move in, she's now around the house all the time. Like they'll she'll ring the bell and just try and invite herself in and hang out with them and just is like got a crush on my mate Drew. She's like, oh, it's Drew here. Where's Drew? Like she's, mm. she's, she's a full on fruit loop. And now like when you go around to the house, there's like a special knock that you've got to do to get in. Cause they, <laughs> they, anytime they, there's just one ring on the belt, it's like, nah, it's her. And they hide under the couch and shut the blinds. Like it's really full oh. on, but they've had enough of it. And so, my, but my mate loves living in that area. My mate, Charlie. Mm. Um, and so he goes, oh, we've just got to get out. We've got to get away from her. Cause she's too much. She's too full on. So yeah, we're going to move out. And we're like, oh, where are you looking? He's like, oh, in the same street, preferably. Like, <laughs> So that cycle's just going to start again unless you can manifest some situation in which you get her out of the street for the two days that you're moving. I think that's just going to be the same problems but slightly closer to Chapel Street than you are now. (laughs) But who can predict? Who can predict what that fruit loop will do? I mean, it's, you know, maybe maybe you move to a different house and maybe it's the house that's keeping her there. You know? Yeah. It could be. uh... Maybe she's a spirit. Maybe she's like. The ghost of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe she ate a chicken and lamb pizza there once and it killed her. Yeah. And now she's like trying to warn people. Well, yeah. let's stop guessing. Let's introduce her. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Crazy spirit lady. We've got uh, her on line six. She's here to guess the secret sound. What do you reckon it is? <laughs> is it your mate, Charlie? Oh, uh, oh great. Uh, you're off. You're Get out of the show. Right. Um, hey, I've got a bit of mailbag here. Uh, okay. uh, Josh, sometimes we get, uh, we get uh, correspondence uh, mm-hmm. from listeners. Got mm-hmm. this uh, during the week from a guy called Mark Godden, 
loves the show. He's uh, he heard us on Barry and he's caught up and really enjoys it. Barry Digital Radio. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, where are we? Um, I work as a train driver for Metro. Oh, and I know what you're thinking. Huge clang. I was talking to a fellow driver who said he was originally from Maryborough. Oh, hometown then that's, that's where I'm from. Of one okay, Cal Chandler. Okay. So I asked him, did he know Sunshine Johnson? Uh, Josh, local crazy person who is quite famous on this show and, okay. and in Carl's yep. hometown. I asked him, did he know Sunshine Johnson? To which he replied, oh, yeah, and then described him as being the pinnacle of all village idiots and told me a story of going drinking out bush with him where Sunshine Johnson got so drunk he got nude and fell in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> He asked me how I knew all about it, to which I explained about the Dum Dum Club, etc. And he said he doesn't remember Carl Chandler, but that Carl was probably one of the little shits sitting outside the fish and chip shop. Yeah. <laughs> True or false? No, it was a chicken shop. Okay. So, there you go. False. Yeah. Get your facts Liar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've attached a photo of him, brackets John Barber, and I'm hoping that Carl and his mates had a nickname for him. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've got the photo here. I don't know which one he's meant to be, but anyway, there you go. I'm passing that over to you. Right, okay. So if I recognise anyone in this shot, and I don't. No, oh, so, okay. So anyway, there you go. One of the little shits out the front of the fish and I, chip I just shop. Hate Sorry, the, the chicken shop. I just hate that the story about Sunshine Johnson, like he's the crazy man, he's the King Village idiot, and his story wasn't that different to the stories I was telling about myself before. So... <laughs> If anything, yeah. if anything, it was it was better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he at least added a bit of fire. He yeah. had a bit of Skywalker He was only ranch. hurting himself. You were. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, um, oh, I should have had a nickname for myself. I was of a... <laughs> you really were. Chippo. <laughs> uh, um, Touchy yeah, McGee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. If, you know what? I reckon those two teenagers mm. that you saw with that young girl in the alleyway, yeah. I reckon they're going to be like the you of Melbourne. Yeah. And now anytime they see you, they're going to be like, oh, it's it's are you a lesbian? Yeah, it's old sexuality yeah. guesser. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They'll have their own podcast talking about you as their own, what is it, Crazy Johnson? What's his name? Sunshine Sunshine Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, you'll, be, yeah. you'll be the Sunshine Johnson to Melbourne to those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Josh, before we get out of here, we, we want to, I mean, we've talked, you know, we've talked a bit about the film, we've talked a bit about the press junket, we've talked yeah. about LA, all serious stuff, but what we really want to get onto is Sea Patrol. Now, uh, this is a, a fascinating part yeah. of your history. I don't feel bad for bringing it up because no. it is listed on your bio on Twitter sure that you is. are the only person to have been sacked from the show Sea oh. Patrol. It's true. True story. True story. Uh, guys, uh, take a seat. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me tell you a tale. <laughs> uh, the sea was angry that day, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Super Joe was a strange job. It was, it was one of, in all honesty, um, you know, it was a fine job, but it was, it was a job I did and for money. I did it for, for cash. I remember at the time I was really, I was broke. I can see why you were taking offense of being corpse number two in Water Rats, that reference before, because it was your competition. A little, yeah. little close to the bone. Yeah. Rival, rivalry almost. Well, I, I, I mean, I really think you're overestimating how recently Water Rats got axed. <laughs> I mean, that has not been on the air for a long, long time. I just thought it would have been funny because you've, you've crossed the border, you know, you've gone from patrolling the sea yeah. to being a corpse in it. Yeah. You know? well, it seems I, like a natural progression. I hang out with Colin Frills a lot, so it's okay. always in my head. So. I see, yeah. I see, and I can tell. Um, so I did, it, I, did it, I did it for money, I remember the time. It was the wrong reason to do a job, to do any job. Um, and so, th- by the way, this has nothing to do with why I was fired from it. It was just a really tough job. We were, were up in far north Queensland for a long time, months, you know, many months, and it was really isolated. Uh, and it was just, you know, you were just not at home. Uh, you, I, I can't even, it was a place called Mission Beach, and it was really... Uh, man, that sounds like its own show. Oh, man. <laughs> well, we, we, I think we outnumbered, the crew and cast outnumbered the locals. Right. So we really took over that town. Right. The sovereign um, nation of Sea Patrol. Yeah. Anyway, so, and you're out on the boat all day, every day. Even if you're in one scene, once you're out on the water, you have to stay there. Because um, they can't keep going back. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they need to be able to shoot in 360 panorama and not see land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, so it was tough. I mean, you were out on that boat all the time, and it was just rough. And when the sea was rocky, you were throwing up, and it was just hard. It was hard yakka, basically. Um, and when I got fired at the end of season one, I couldn't quite. This is the conversation. My agent, who I love, Lisa Mann, called me up, and she said, uh, "All right, Josh. So Sea Patrol." Is uh, is getting picked up for a second season, and I said, "All right, okay, well, I guess I guess that's good." You know, I mean, she's like, "Shoot, whoa, 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 whoa!" Take <laughs> <laughs> hold your horses, because <laughs> they don't want they, they don't want you back. And I said, "So, uh, what do you mean they're not they're recasting everyone?" 
And she went, <laughs> seriously, this is what I said. They recast the around. She goes, no, 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 they don't want you back. And I said, so they're not doing a second season. <laughs> and she went, no, 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 no. Wow, no. some classic no. Lawson. Really denial. Yeah. Like, I couldn't comprehend it. <laughs> and I said, no, no, they are doing a second season. They just don't want you, specifically you. You're, you were the only one not coming back. And I went, why? What did I do? Did I do something wrong? Like, did they... Did you know? Did I say something while my microphone was on on set, and did something upset somebody? She goes, "No, no, they just think there are too many guys in it." And I went, oh. "You're more of a sea watcher. You're yeah. not so much a sea patroller." <laughs> and that's why um, Tommy Dassler got cast yeah. in, in the role. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a weird coincidence because I'm just looking online here, and the, the the sequel for Any Questions for Ben has come up, and it's now Any Questions for Wayne. So <laughs> shit, everyone back except for you. That's no, very weird. No. So uh, how did they explain away your character? They, I, I honestly don't think they did. Oh I, really? I think the next, the, the chef, if you recall, um, was a, became a woman. Just became a woman in the next season. And look, to be honest, I got called the producers and they were very nice about it. And they said, look, it's not personal. We just, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, um, but I was really honestly glad that it happened. I mean, I can't tell you what a blessing it was for me yeah. because I was able then, that was when I went to the States for the first right. time. Oh, right. It was straight after that, that I went and I really felt like I was starting a new chapter. Like I was doing something new and I was just trying new stuff, doing new experiences. Yeah. And Sea Patrol went for many, many seasons. And I, I would have had to have stayed if they wanted me for all mm. those seasons. Because once you start a show, um, you, you you contract yourself to what what are called options, mm. and the options are each season. Uh, and and if they decide they keep you, you are optioned for another season. Yeah, you know? right. But uh, so look, long story short, blessing in disguise, I got to go. But yeah, I was fired, and uh, and so. This House of Lies is the first season, series I've ever done. Ever. Are you in the second series? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, by the way. That's actually why we got you in here. Oh. Uh, they felt like it would be a bit of a softer blow if we <laughs> no. dealt the news to you. Just text me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me grieve in my own way. <laughs> Uh, well, Josh, uh, that brings us to the end of the little Dum Dum Club for another week. Josh Lawson, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. My thank pleasure, you. guys. Uh, Thanks for having me. Any questions for Ben is in uh, cinemas now. Uh, House of Lies, uh, well worth checking out when it's on uh, Channel 10. Very fine show. And uh, look, hopefully you make the cut of this episode, but uh, look, you weren't really in too many pivotal stories, so we may have to trim you out. Damn it. Well, Let's... save it for the DVD extra. Yeah. You guys do do DVDs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Say hi to Fabio for us. Hey, happy to. <laughs> yes. If I can get a photo with him, I'll send it and you can put it on the Dumb yes. website. Yes. I'll do my best. Yes. Guys, we've got live shows at the Comedy Festival in April. Uh, tickets are now on sale. Uh, the Melbourne International Comedy website is now up. So. Yep. Uh, send us an email, littledumdumclub at gmail.com if you would like a t-shirt or to send us any stuff about if you know Carl from when he was growing up or if he's <laughs> if assaulted ever, you. If I've ever offended you in any way, please yeah. send us an oh, email. you are getting <laughs> emails. <laughs> the server just blew up. Wow. <laughs> Gmail's gone down, guys. Uh, thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time. See, See you, mate. mate.